Welcome to Fine Art Fiona, a podcast which shares my conversations with the many artists, curators and collectors I meet on my art travels who, like me, have a passion for art. My name is Fiona McIntosh. This conversation is actually between me and podcast producer Simon Grant to launch season one of Fine Art Fiona. It is an introduction to me, my background in the visual arts world in Australia, and why I'm interested in art. Our conversation takes place across Dharawal and Camaragal lands, and we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of both lands and pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Thank you to Simon for the opportunity to create this podcast. I've learned much about the art of podcasting and even more about our really interesting guests. I've loved chatting with them all and I'm excited to share these conversations with you. Enjoy. So here we are. The hunter has become the hunted as we try and find a little bit more out about the woman behind the microphone. So I'm here with Fiona McIntosh, host of Fine Art Fiona. How are you going, Fiona? Yeah, good, thanks. And uh, yes, I can handle the idea of being the hunted, being in the spotlight. Excited? Well, actually, I'm more excited for the podcasts and sharing the conversations with the guests than um, talking about myself, but I appreciate the context uh, is important. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get down to business. I'm going to take it very easy on you. Uh, give us a bit of a background of your where you sit within the art world, a bit of your, bit of your background. I have worked um, my entire career in the visual arts world across different sorts of organisations and different roles, project management of exhibitions and touring exhibitions for regional galleries across Australia, for the Art Gallery of New South Wales, working with artists to create their installations for things like the Biennale of Sydney. I had the great fortune of working with the wonderful curator, Nick Waterloo. Um, I've toured exhibitions as from a project management perspective, but also driving the truck, which was a fantastic adventure through the Northern Territory for the National Gallery of Australia. So I stepped into the private sector as an art advisor, and that really was about helping people to buy works of art, to manage collections, to sell works, how you go about doing that. Um, I've written a blog. Uh, which lasted for quite a few years, talking about what was on at the time and trying to find connections and contexts for people so that art became more accessible and enjoyable. It wasn't something to be feared or to be threatened by. No, you know, postmodernist French theory. Um, that sort of rolled into talking about art in a more public way as an art tour guide and now in a very public way as a podcaster. It's pretty fair to say that art has consumed all corners of your life at some point in time. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's, it's what I, it's what I do for a career. It's what I'm interested in as a hobby. A lot of my friends uh, work in the, in the art world and yeah, it's a, it's an enriching, enjoyable, at times challenging, but you know, it's a wonderful world to be a part of. Okay, well, if we cast our minds back even further, where was your first conscious interaction with art? Like what was that moment 
either growing up or in your teenage years or later where you actually went, wow, this is a thing. And it, it had a, a really profound impact on your life. Do you remember anything like that? I think as a teenager, it was not so much a light bulb moment, but a soft glow. My parents bought a few works. I, I do remember visiting a gallery with them on a Saturday afternoon. It wasn't a, a regular occurrence. And it was really exciting. You know, it felt special. It felt, um, uh, it, felt it was interesting, an interesting artist. Um, other people around me, other families uh, bought art as well. And to, you know, to go and have sleepovers uh, as a teenager surrounded by um, some extraordinary different works of art, things that I'd never seen before, was exciting. I did art at school, although I was more interested in sort of the history and theory. I was lousy at making it. I've sort of left that up to the experts. Uh, but, you know, art teachers played a role in steering uh, sort of the next step, I guess, in, in my life and taking on study at university. But the real light bulb moment for me was, you know, the first lecture, day one uh, of my first year at university, listening to my lecturer, Sasha Grishin, at ANU in Canberra, talk in depth about one work, the Jan van Eyck Arnolfini wedding portrait of sort of 1430s, uh, early Netherlandish painting. And I was just gobsmacked that you could talk about such an extraordinary small work from, you know, centuries ago. You could talk about that for hours. And what that painting told us about not just the artist but about the time the people who were in it, the way they lived, what was happening in the world at the time. It was this incredible snapshot of a period in history and it was so beautiful to look at and it was so um, deftly and beautifully created. That was my light bulb moment. It's a bit of a cliche but you hear this saying all the time where it's like, you know, if you're doing what you love, you'll never work another day. Um, I guess maybe similar in, in, in my respect as well in the work that we both do, you know, being in an industry that we have a huge passion for. I want to talk a little bit, not, not so much about feeling lucky or feeling blessed or anything like that, but what does it mean to be able to be immersed in something that you're completely in love with on, on a daily basis? Oh, look, it is fortunate. Um, it, it, and it is outside of, you know, a strictly sort of corporate regimented uh, sort of work day, uh, it does have its challenges, um, I must admit. You know, the art world can be a difficult world to navigate, um, but it is, it is wonderful when you connect with someone over an artwork, you get to talk to them about it, and it, for them they have a light bulb moment about what it is you know, that I am so passionate about. That's actually when I get really excited. And that can be, you know, a client looking to buy something or someone coming along on one of the tours and it expands their world, you know, in a way that's what art is meant to do. It's meant to expand your own world, um, offer new ideas, ways of seeing the world, the way other people think, what issues and stories that are of concern to them, which may actually also be of, interest and of concern to you and then how all of that comes together as a visual object 
want to flash forward now where I think out of nowhere, I just sort of reached out to you, didn't I? I said, hey, I've got this idea. Have you got half an hour for a quick chat? Uh, we jumped on a Zoom and it was, the, I, I actually remember coming into it almost like a bit of a mini pitch where I was like, I've got to get this right. I've got to present this well. It might be, it's, it's uncharted territory for both of us. Uh, what I, I wanted, I've always wanted to ask, what, what were your first sort of feelings when I reached out to you about that and what, what was your initial response? And you can be honest. <laughs> I think my initial response is he for real because we didn't know each other. You know, we'd met a couple of times when I'd brought two tours down to the Illawarra and you'd given fabulous um, tours of the street art through Port Kembla and Wollongong, which was just fascinating. Parts of the world I don't really know much about and certainly an art form that I don't know much about, so I learnt a lot. Um, so I, I think I thought, you know, it's a great idea uh, I do listen to podcasts and there are some terrific ones out there. I find that the, well, I haven't found an art one that explores more the art world more broadly and embraces a lot of people who are working in the art world, not just the artists. And uh, so, you know, I was happy to take on a challenge. You seemed like a nice guy. You still seem like <laughs> a nice guy. And Intentions are honourable. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I, I'm not a journalist, I'm not an actor, so there were always going to be those challenges around um, recording and listening to my own voice and constructing interviews. But, yeah, no, I was I was willing to accept the challenge because to a certain extent it sort of sits within what I do with art anyway, talk to people about art and try and introduce people to new concepts and new ideas and make connections. What would you like the listeners to take away from this podcast? What, what do you think our end goal should be? I actually think it's about revealing to people in a very accessible, enjoyable, easy way the depth and breadth and richness and commitment of Australian artists, curators, people who are passionate about collecting and what, where those journeys take them. And just that art is actually, you know, a wonderful part of daily life. And it can be the art that you walk past in the street but you don't really stop and look at. But if you listen to the artist who created it talk about the work and how it came about, you might just stop and look at it slightly differently and begin to understand a better sense of, you know, where you're standing and what you're actually looking at. Um, but it's really, it, it is about, sharing what's out there and how enjoyable it is if you embrace it. We've just finished recording season one. Has there been anything sort of through that process that has been a bit of a learning curve or an eye-opener, uh, you know, anything that's really come out of that, that first season for you on a personal level? Maybe not so much for me on a personal level other than the challenge of, of the actual you, podcasting. I was going to say, you're going to say the technical, <laughs> the technical yeah, yeah, side? Yeah. So, I think we've got it down to a fine art. Yeah, you've done very well intended. with the technical side. Um, but but I think the thing that has really the common thread through the conversations is actually the incredible dedication and commitment of people. They sign up for some reason, maybe consciously, maybe not consciously, to become artists, to start collecting, um, to to curate, to art educators, and 
they are they become absolutely committed and their lives take on this art adventure and that is the common thread and i love hearing people's stories and they are genuine stories and they are motivated by this you know this inner drive and passion and it's inspiring from my personal perspective it's been an awesome project to be a part of um i think it was you know a, a bit impromptu sort of how we came together and and made something happen but i think what we've been able to do in the time that we've been able to do it and your access to people and artists and you know my technical <laughs> prowess no it's it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure so i on a personal note i hope people get as much as we got out of season one as well is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up and get into uh episode one no i just hope people in enjoy the conversations and get a sense of yeah i think as i said earlier the the richness and the depth and the quality of the the of contemporary Australian art. And I would also really like to thank all the guests who joined me in conversation for their time, for their insights. And for many of them, uh, a bit like me, it was a first as a podcast and there was some technical challenges and I'm sure at times it wasn't easy, but I value their contribution and I'm very grateful for it. So thank you. There are 12 great conversations to kickstart this podcast. For information on each one, go to our Instagram page, Fine Art Fiona. Conversations on Fine Art Fiona podcasts are created by Fiona McIntosh and produced by Simon Grant. Thanks so much for listening.